Hey everybody, welcome to Nick News right here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know. So it's the first week of October. Are you guys pumped for the Knicks yet? Because I sure am. So this past uh, Monday, actually, before we talk about their first preseason game, let's jump back uh, a week before. Hey, it was media day. It was media day at Madison Square Garden, and shortly after that, uh, the Knicks, and they do this every year, you know, they held uh, an open practice for the public where it was basically scrimmages going on. Uh, you got to see, you know, really everybody. Kristaps was there. Of course, he wasn't playing. Uh, but, you know, he was there. You know, he was suited up. He was really getting the team pumped up. But uh, just some quick thoughts on uh, Media Day. You know, I said it in my last uh, Nick segment. You know, David Fisdale said that this team is going to be playing positionless, positionless basketball. Uh, and that's all you heard. You know, that's all you heard in this press conference from him, from really all the players. That and the fact that not one single, you know, starting lineup position is guaranteed. Uh, You know, David Fisdale has really said, you know, he's going to be using practices, scrimmages. He's going to be using the preseason. He wants to see, you know, who gels with who, what lineups work best, what situations work best. Um, You know, I mean, it's really... He's really given, I really feel he's given the Knicks a new, fresh look. Um, you know, slates wiped clean, a lot of young talent in there. I talked about this, you know, the last time when I talked about the Knicks, <clears throat> the whole idea of positionless basketball, tall athletes, um, you know, really just going out there, doing what they do best. Because um, really, when you look at a lot of these guys on this team, they could play you know, up to, you know, two up to three of the traditional positions, you know, you look at a guy like Kevin Knox, I mean, you know, he could be a power forward, small forward, shooting guard, um, you know, hey, look, push comes to shove, he could be the five in there, you know, if the other team maybe has a smaller, quicker center, you know, Kevin Knox can, can take that role on, you know, Frank Nittlekina, you know, the French Prince of Bel-Air there, um, <clears throat> Same thing. I mean, he is a traditional point guard, but let's not forget that over the summer, he had a little bit of a growth spurt. He grew almost two inches. I think he's up to about 6'6 now. Uh, So, you know, this is a guy that, you know, he can guard bigger players. He can guard those bigger guards, the two guard, maybe even the small forward. So it really looks like David Fisdale is, is really just... You know, he, he's just given the Knicks a whole new attitude, a whole new look. Uh, and clearly, you know, from media day and even, you know, going into the first preseason game, it clearly looks like everybody on this team is really buying into this philosophy. Not only are they buying into this philosophy, but they are really, really, really loving this philosophy. Uh Real quick, before we jump into the first preseason game, just, you know, with media day, um, it was pretty interesting, you know, to hear Enos Cantor. Uh, you know, I had talked earlier that, you know, look, I like Enos Cantor. I, I, I like him a lot. I think he's a great player. He's a great center. Um, he did a lot. I, th- I feel like he did a lot of good for them last year. Great rebounder. He, he's good in the post. Um you know, and he's really, you know, he's really like a nice guy. To me, he seems like like a really great fit in that locker room. You know, he's pretty much said, look, you know, he's really happy that uh, he came to New York. And if it were up to him, he would retire a Nick. And, and I think that's great. And I think that's a great sentiment. But 
let's let's look at a few things here. You know, coming up in 2019, we have a pretty good class of free agents coming up in 2019. Uh, Clay Thompson's going to be available. Kawhi Leonard's going to be available. Kyrie Irving is going to be uh, available. You know, just for starters. Yeah, I mean, if the Knicks don't go after you know one or more of these guys, you really got to kind of question what they're doing here. Um, you know, maybe not so much Kyrie Irving. I, I I don't know. I feel they're pretty stacked at the point guard position. I mean, again, you know, a Kyrie Irving, you know, is is an amazing player. But you know, you look at a Clay Thompson, you look at a Kawhi Leonard, especially a Kawhi Leonard. I really can I really think. You know, I'm just going off topic here, going off track a bit. But I really think, you know, an athlete like Kawhi Leonard, I think he could really fit into this new system that that, uh, David Fisdale is really promoting and the Knicks really seem to be playing. But, look, they're going to be coming up in in 2019. That's going to be the free agent class. Uh, I believe Enos Enos Cantor's contract is like $18 million. You know, that's what he has remaining on it. You know, I'd hate to lose the guy. But if there's really anybody in this lined up lineup that's really kind of sort of expendable and, and, you know, like a bigger name, a bigger salary, I think it's going to be Enos Cantor. Um, you know, I, I do feel that he can fit into this system, but they have a lot of young athletic talent and you got to keep these guys together. Don't go trading off a of Kevin Knox. Don't go, go trading off a of Mitchell Robinson, you know, a Frank Nittlekina. Don't trade these guys away. Keep them. You know, we don't know if if Kristaps Porzingis is coming back this season. Um, I I myself am prepared to say, look, we're not going to see we're not going to see him this season. And you know the the way I mean, he, let's just be honest. Odds on favorite to win the NBA title this 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 season. It's 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 got to be Golden State. Yeah, LeBron jumped over to the Lakers. I really don't think that's going to do that much. <clears throat> I think the East will be a lot more competitive. Boston is really looking good. The Sixers are actually looking really, really good. I think the Knicks can string together some impressive wins. I mean, this Knicks team to me looks like they should be able to beat guys that are on their level or 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 not as talented as them, which has really been something they've struggled with in the past. You know, they they would kind of come up with some amazing wins against all odds, and then teams would come in that they should blow out of the building, and they'd lose to them. This team, you know, this new look Knicks team to me, kind of gives me the impression that you know, if if a team comes in that is just beneath them, the Knicks are going to wipe the floor with them. Um, you know, more talented teams. I think the Knicks are going to give them a, a run for their money. They might pull up some upset wins, but look, you know, if they break even this season, I'll be I'll be happy. Um, I don't want Porzingis rushed back, and I and I know he's working out, and you know he's he he looks very impressive in his workout videos and whatnot. We don't want to this 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 is our franchise player. Let's not ruin him. Let's. Let him come back when he's ready. So if we don't see him for for this season, you know, I'm prepared for that. I'm absolutely prepared for that because I like what I see out there on the floor. And I feel that when Kreisops does return, he is just going to gel with this team. Absolutely. So, you know, that being said, this young talent that they have, KP6, the unicorn, he's not going anywhere. 
Enos Cantor, I love him. I love his attitude. I'm glad he wants to retire as a Nick. That's that's just incredible. But we got some great talent coming up in free agency next year. We need that cap space. You know, Enos, I hate to see you go, but, you know, it's a move that makes sense. All right, so let's talk about it. This past Monday, October 1st, beginning of Shocktober, October, we get the Knicks traveling all the way down to D.C., where uh, <clears throat> there's a college down there in D.C. that a former Nick used to play for and he, he's coaching for now. Yeah. Patrick Ewing. They got Patrick Ewing to come in to give these guys a pregame speech. I would have killed to have been in that locker room to hear Nick, living legend, Patrick Ewing, getting these guys ready. And you know what? Whatever he said to these boys, let me tell you, they came out on fire, ready to go. Now, look, people said, you know, people are going to say, hey, it's the preseason, you know. I feel like they're building off the chemistry and and the athleticism and this whole idea of positionless basketball. I feel they're really building off of that, what they did in the summer league, and they're just carrying it all the way through because I was blown away start to finish. I mean, to me, this felt like a regular season game. Uh, the Knicks were playing with fire and passion. I'm going to talk a little bit about you know the little incident that happened there in the game because I absolutely loved it. I have a new favorite player on the Knicks next to KP6. Porzingis is my guy, but we got a new number two out there, but I'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes. But, I mean, let, let's, let's talk about the fact that we saw nothing but, well, I don't want to say nothing but, but we saw a heck of a lot of transition basketball. This is something that the Knicks have been lacking for years. And I know Jeff Hornacek wanted kind of that open, run-and-gun transition style that, you know, he coached, uh, you know, in, in Phoenix. He didn't have the talent for it. He didn't have the athletes for it. David Fisdale has it. They scored 24, 24 points, uh, you know, off the of fast breaks, off the transition. Uh, you know, grabbing the rebound, quick outlet passes, pushing the pace. I mean, this is what they were doing. You know, you got slower teams coming into to the garden. The Knicks are going to run them out of the building. I mean, they are on fire. They're playing like 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 they're they're playing like this is the hundred yard dash. I mean, they are sprinting down the court. They're stretching the floor out. You know, when you have multiple guys out there that can actually handle the ball. You know, when you have guys that can grab rebounds and actually start to bring it up the court, you know, and not just lumbering along like the way Anthony Mason used to do. That used to kill me back in the day. I'm like, dude, yeah, you know, in the park you used to do that. Not in the garden, my friend. But, you know, you got some big guys out there that can grab the rebounds and either snap those outlet passes or, you know what, bring it up themselves, push it up themselves. You know, think back to uh, before Porzingis got injured. I mean, he was a guy who could grab a rebound, snap an outlet pass, and then next thing you knew, he's all the way down on the other end of the court finishing it off with, with, a, with like a tomahawk. I mean, come on. This is the new Nick basketball, you know, that bruising style, you know, low pose, gritting it out, grinding it out. No, those days are gone. We're running, we're gunning, you know, we got guys that could leap out of the building and we're using it to full effect. Now, that doesn't mean that they aren't playing with fire and they aren't playing with grit and determination. Um, 
because they 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 showed they showed their attitude they showed their toughness for sure something else that i really really loved um was you know i talked about him the last time i talked about the knicks that's mario hazonia coming off the bench really being a spark for them uh i forget when it was excuse me you know i'm looking at my notes here i forget when it was i don't know if it was like late second quarter he comes off the bench uh, he goes around a screen, drives towards the lane, and then does almost like a no-look dish to Mitchell Robinson, who just finishes it like nobody's business. This is a guy that he's a multi-dimensional player, uh, and he's a, he's a microwave. You know, this is a guy that's going to come off the bench. This is your sixth man right here. I really feel Mario Hazonia is going to be the sixth man for the Knicks. He can pop off that bench, and he could just start dishing assists, grabbing rebounds, scoring points. You know, he's heating up in two seconds. He, he, he sets foot on the court. He's ready to go. Like I said, he signed a one-year deal with the Knicks. He's playing for his very life. And, you know, he's really said that he's very, very happy that he came to the Knicks. And it really looks like it is. I really think he wants to impress the Knicks front office. He wants to get a nice long-term deal with them. I think he also buys into the system, you know, David Fisdale's system. And, you know, I know they said there's no starting positions opened up, but I think I'm going to call it today. Mario Hazonia, he's going to be the sixth man. And if he plays like I know this guy could play, we're talking six man, six man of the year award winner. I, I I really can't see anybody else even challenging him for that. All right, let's talk about the rookie freak Kevin Cox. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Knox. Sorry, I don't want to call him Kevin Cox. Fort Knox. Um, I mean, is this guy a mutant or what? You know, six foot nine, but he's got the speed of like a shooting guard, small forward. Again, he could be your two, three, or four. I know we're not talking, you know, David Fisdale doesn't talk positions, but again, this is a guy that can rip those rebounds down and and just start that transition game, you know, whipping the outlet passes, you know, bringing it up himself. Um, Look, you know, I think he showed a lot more promise. Yeah, did he make some mistakes? Absolutely. The kid's a rookie. <clears throat> he's going to he's gonna make some mistakes out there. Rookies always do. He might even hit that rookie wall, you know, later in the season. But I think we see a lot of promise with him. I mean, this kid is just so versatile. Uh, he actually led the team with 13 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, and he was 2 for 5 from behind the 3-point line. So, <clears throat> this guy can grab rebounds. He could score. And he could shoot the 3. You know, and he can run in transition, you know, either bringing it up or, you know, coming up the wing himself. I mean, come on. You know, people are already calling him Rookie of the Year. I mean, let's not jump the gun, but I think he's definitely an early candidate for Rookie of the Year. I am really glad he is a Nick. You know, Fort Knox, please stay healthy. Please stay a Nick. We love you. All righty. I think I'm going to save the best for last. Like I said, KP6, the unicorn, Kristaps Porzingis, he's my man. He's the guy. But I got a new number two. I got a new favorite. You know, and it's been a while. You know, I, I, I don't think I've bought a basketball jersey, like a Knicks jersey, probably since high school. Um, when I actually, uh, I picked up, uh, you know, my Patrick Ewing jersey, I think it's time to get a new one. I got to get number 26, Mitchell Robinson. I'm calling it now. He's the monster of Midtown. This guy was a beast all night. Stat line looked pretty pedestrian, 
but he showed some incredible flashes. Again, I mean, I want to see Mitchell Robinson, Monster in Midtown. I want to see this guy in the dunk contest this year because I think, especially for a guy, I mean, he's a seven-footer. For a guy his size, doing what he could do, and he's young, and he's raw, and he hasn't even reached his full potential yet. Can you imagine this guy, if he puts on some muscle, gets stronger? Oh, my, you know, you, you got to watch out for him. Um, not only that, I mean, he's got heart. I mean, you know, there was there was the run-in that he had with, you know, Markeith Morris. Words were exchanged. Um technical foul was issued and clearly you know whatever Mitchell Robinson said and and nobody's talking you know uh Markeith Morris isn't saying he just said you know some rookie was was basically talking trash to me but whatever he said you know whatever Mitchell Robinson said and kept saying really got under Morris's skin because he got hit with a second technical he was out of the game I mean, this is the first preseason game. Mitchell Robinson is playing it like it's Game 7 of the finals there. You know, win win at all costs, take no prisoners. This is my new favorite guy right here. Um, Porzingis might not be back for a while. He might not even be back this season. But what I saw on the court on Monday night, and, you know, tonight they're playing the Nets in Brooklyn, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of the same because the, the Nets are just looking pathetic and large and 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 lethargic sorry um you know i'm gonna be going to some knicks games this year you know as much as i would love to see porzingis out there i really love what they're putting out there i love number 26 mitchell robinson you know he's 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 the new number two for me uh i like you know you know going back to media day i like that trey burke said He's like, I know it's going to be a really weird comparison here, but Mitchell Robinson reminds me of a younger, skinnier Shaq. Because he's said just the way he grabs those rebounds and and you know offensive rebounds and just goes right back up with it, jamming it home, reminded him of a younger, skinnier Shaq. And you know what? Seeing what he did, you know, Monday night, you know, again, pretty average pedestrian stat line but you know what he grabbed his boards he got his dunks he played tough d and when the time came you know he got in the face of veteran players um yeah i mean this this, this guy you know monster you know monster of midtown that's just what i'm gonna call him you know big daddy call him whatever you want i mean this him and porzingis are going to be the future of this franchise you know, just let him develop. Let's not kill this guy. Let him develop. Let Porzingis continue with his rehab. Let him come along. And, you know, it's not going to happen this year. They're not going to make the playoffs. They, they really shouldn't. They, should, they shouldn't really push for it. They should really, this season should be all about this young team gelling together as a team learning what makes each other tick learning how to how to really just play ball with each other um you know and next season a healthy porzingis could you imagine you know and again it would mean enos Cantor going just to free up the, the cap space because could you imagine a Kawhi leonard joining that team you know they they would challenge for the east they would absolutely challenge for the east um I, I am just very impressed with what I saw, and you know I'm going to be watching tonight. I can't wait to see more, and I will be back next week with more Nick news. You know, just 
just gushing about this team that I've loved. And I've loved them for years, through the good, through the bad, and there's been a lot of bad. But I think this is one of the first seasons in a while that I've really gone into it feeling so positive. And I really hope fellow Nick fans out there feel the same way. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Please don't forget, head on over to www.brothersandarmchairs.com. Just like the Knicks, you know, they play positionless basketball. We do positionless podcasting. Look, we got great podcasts over there. The whole team is great. You got Alan, John, myself, and my good friend Pete. We're, we're laying some great content on you. Of course, you have your favorite stuff you don't need to know. Nerd and me, enter the nerd zone, fat guys in little coats, defender of the realm, whatever you're looking for, we talk about it. We got it out there for you. Brother, uh, brothersinarmchairs.com. This is Jay, and I'll see you at the game.